Blog Talk Radio. This is Ginger London. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show on this evening. And we are very excited about tonight's show because it is the preview show of the Gotta Get Myself Together conference. And it's going to be a virtual virtual conference this year. So I'm really excited about that. So I want to welcome you to the Ginger London Ministry Show. This is the preview show, the first preview show. Uh, the actual conference begins January the 9th. Um, and we're going to tell you a little bit about everything that's going to be going on with the show. And on tonight, we're going to give you some snippets of what's going uh, to be happening for the next 24 days, starting on January the um, the ninth for the radio shows. And then we got some teleclasses and some telecalls. So once again, I want to thank everybody for listening in to the show on um, this evening. We're going to get started with a word of prayer, and then I'm going to go right into talking about the conference and also dealing with the topic on tonight. And the topic for tonight is a change of action. If you really want to get yourself together, you're going to need a, an um, or an action plan, I should say. I'm sorry. The title is an action plan, which is you actually need a step on how you're going to get plans, some steps on how you're going to actually get yourself together. We make New Year's resolutions every year. We um make lists and uh, talk about things that we're going to do, but then we don't necessarily always have a plan of action. And so we're going to open up with a word of prayer, and then we're going to get right into um, the information on tonight, and we're going to talk about the conference. Father, we thank you on tonight. We bless your name, O oh God. Father, I am so humbled by this opportunity and this experience. I know you are a good God and a great God. And Father, I decrease as the Holy Spirit increases. Father, let nothing that I say or do tonight be for self-glory uh, or for self-gain uh, and satisfaction, but all to your glory and to your honor. As you prepared your people for 2012, you know that you have great things in store for them and that you have plans that we've never even thought about. Father, that all we need to do is allow ourselves to be yield to you and to be able to recognize the doors that you're opening for us to walk through. We thank you for everything that is planned for 2012. We thank you for 2011. And Father, we stand in faith. We raise our level to our faith to another level so we can walk into another a realm of living and experiencing life to its fullest. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So once again, thank you for tuning in and uh, to the Ginger London Ministry Show. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming conference, which is the Gotta Get Myself Together uh, conference. Um, normally, it is held in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and we normally do it twice a year. We do it in January 
at the beginning of the year, and um, we do it in the summertime, which is in July, and we do a checkup conference, and we come back, and we do a conference on relationships. But at the top of the year, we normally do got to get myself together, and the purpose of that conference is to help you to identify the areas of your life that need to change so that you can walk in newness uh, um, for that new year or you can come to another level to accomplish the things that have that was purposed for you or have been purposed uh, for your life. And so the way that we have the conference set up this year is we're actually going to bring the conference online. It's going to be a virtual uh, conference. We're going to have 24 power-packed days of different classes and topics that will help you to prepare yourself uh, to get ready for 2012 and to walk into 2012 in the fullness of your life and uh, not to have any baggage, not to have um, uh, any excess weight on you, meaning in your emotions, in your mind, you know, whatever it is that you need to accomplish this year so that you can have a fuller life and experience greater things in 2012 that we've designed that conference. We've designed the conference to help you to uh, prepare yourself so that you can attain everything that you desire to attain for this year in uh, 2012. The conference is actually uh, going to uh, begin on January the 9th, and we're going to begin that conference on January the 9th with some uh, blog talk radio shows. It's going to be the 9th through the 20th. It's going to be 12 powerful and informative free blog talk radio shows Um uh, the the only thing about these shows is that you must be registered for the radio shows because we're going to set them as private. So it will only be for the conference attendees. These are only people that will be able to listen in to the radio shows. And when we do these shows, we're going to talk about topics such as, you know, uh, as a man think of a new year, a new mind. You have to cultivate a new mind for the new year if you want to get yourself together. We're going to talk about learning to uh, love yourself. Sometimes people can't get themselves together because they don't love themselves. They love everyone else, so they think, but they don't love themselves. And so it's hard to get yourself together when you don't love yourself. We're going to talk about character makeover, how to make your character over, how to change some things in your character so that you can have a better 2012, so that you can get yourself together and begin to walk into the fullness and the greatness that God has for your life. We're going to talk about it's time to take, uh, to check the vision. Look back over your life and say what your life purpose is. It might be time to revisit or refresh the vision so that you can walk in the fullness that God has planned. We're going to uh, talk about... Um, how to, for those that are in ministry or starting in the ministry, how to start a, a weekly Bible study. We're going to deal with entrepreneur classes, how to start a nonprofit organization. We're going to deal with things, classes like that. And that's on the blog talk radio shows. <coughs> Excuse me. And then January the 21st through the 31st, we're going to do 12 powerful anointed teleclass and teletraining on kingdom ministry and business and kingdom living. And so during the the 21st to the 31st with the 12 uh, telecalls and teletrainings, here is where we're going to ask you to make an investment in getting yourself together. So my new year, my new year's gift to you is a small registration fee for those teleclasses and, um, the reason I'm doing that is because I don't want you to have the uh I want you to use the excuse I can't afford it. Um so therefore I have set the registration fee 
for $25 for 12 teleclasses and train teletrainings. You know, and you can't beat that. You can't get that anywhere. If you were to pay for 12 teleclasses, it would be over $300, $400. But um, for you this year in 2012, my gift is for to listen to those calls, those live telecalls and teletrainings. It's $25 for the entire 12 days and 12 uh, calls. Um, you will have an opportunity if you like. Um, if you want to upgrade, you can upgrade your registration so that you will not only be listening to the live calls, but you'll receive the call replays, and then you'll receive the session notes, and you can get all of that for $55. That's my gift to you. So you can register for $25 and just listen to the calls, or you can upgrade your registration to $55, and you'll be able to not only listen to the live calls, but we will email you the replays of every call, and we will send you the session notes. So that way you can actually have all the time with you or available to you, all of these resources, so that you can actually begin to work on yourself so that you can get yourself together for 2012 so that you can accomplish everything that is purpose for your life in 2012. Maybe you need to get yourself together in the in the area of your business. It could be in your career. It could be um, in your relationships. It could be in your family. It could just be your physical body. It could be getting your mind right. It could be changing your conversation. It doesn't matter what it is. We're going to address all of those areas. But those are the opportunities that you have um, for that's from January the 21st to the 31st for the telecalls and the teletraining. I made it as as affordable as possible, $25 for 12 power pack classes. And again, starting this Monday, January the 9th through the 20th, you can register for free for the Blog Talk radio shows. The radio shows will be marked private, so you have to be registered to actually um Hear those radio shows. And so don't forget that, that you have to be registered for it. So um, so that's the, the conference. That's how it's set up. And so um, we're going to go on um, to that. If um, Also, if you want to uh, register for the radio shows, the Blog Talk radio shows, um, uh, if you would email me at... Um, Ginger at gingerlondon.com. We'll send everything to you, the registration, the email, the with all, the newsletter with all the information on it. And we're also going to go and set up a web page on the website at uh, www.gingerlondon.com under conferences. Um, and you'll be able to get all the information that you need for the upcoming um, show. And so we're going to talk about tonight a plan of action. But let's get into a little bit about, uh, let's talk about you know why what does it mean when you say get i'm going to get myself together what does it mean to get yourself together or and what does it look like for you what does getting yourself together look like for you for some people it's just getting yourself together in your thoughts you know uh, getting your mind right so that you can live a, a prosperous and victorious life for the new year for other people it's getting uh it, it looks like uh uh, getting their relationships right, whether it's their marriage, whether it's family relationships, whether it's the relationships with siblings, uh, maybe relationships with coworkers. Uh, for some people, uh, it looks like um, getting their business right. You know, maybe in 2011, you didn't have the best possible you you could have had in your business or in your career. So it means stepping up to the plate and doing something different to actually get um, your business right or to get it together. And so that's what it means for some people. So 
why is it that people don't truly get what they um always want each year and why do we make these new year's resolutions each year and what happens uh in the process of that and so let's you know we're going to get right into it so why is it that uh you don't get what you truly want each year or why do you have to say each year i need to get myself together or there's something that i need to do uh to make things happen. So many of us, um, whether we know it or not, you know, we live uh, within a prison of our own making. And what I mean by that is not a prison of metal bars, but it's um, it's the walls that you have around your life. Now, you can't see those walls with your naked eye, but uh, you're in that you're inside that wall, and that wall is usually your comfort zone. And the comfort zone is that area that you sometimes don't want to step outside of uh, because you become so uh, used to it, you know everything that's going on in the comfort zone. You know, um, you know the ups, the downs. You know how to handle certain things in the comfort zone. The challenge is to move outside the comfort zone and to step into something that's different. And uh, the reason why people don't do that is because of fear sometimes, because of the unknown. I'm so used to my comfort zone that I'm afraid to step outside into uh, something new because I don't know what the outcome is going to be. But yet every year I say I want a better year or every year I say I want to do something different or I want to get myself together. So I say those things every year, but I never step outside of my comfort zone to actually walk into it or to place myself in a position where I can experience getting myself together, where I can experience something better than what I've gone. So I keep myself in the uh, the comfort zone. And so usually what keeps you in that comfort zone is that there's a fear-based belief about what will happen if you move outside of it because you know everything on the inside of the comfort zone. And so it doesn't matter uh, to some people how ridiculous uh, the unbelief may be. You still accept the truth of of believing that the comfort zone is something is a safe place. It's a place, safe place. What you don't realize is that your comfort zone, uh, it could feel safe at that time, but it's also a place that keeps you stuck because it does. Your comfort zone never propels you to the next level. It keeps you in the same level. And so, although you're saying it with your mouth, I want something different, or I want to change, or I want to see something better, the comfort zone does not allow you to walk into it. It keeps you stuck in what you're used to. And so you're saying it with your mouth, but your body, your mind, your actions, your your steps don't follow what you're saying because you believe in your mind that the comfort zone is better. And so that's one of the main reasons why. And and the reality is the comfort zone is not really comfortable at all. You know, it, it's 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 really virtually it's a virtual prison that keeps you from evolving and growing as a human being. The comfort zone keeps you at the place where you're comfort, comfortable, but it does not increase anything in you. It doesn't propel you to the next level. It doesn't cause any growth in you. It doesn't even bring change. It simply keeps you in what you're comfortable in. And so whatever that is, that's where the comfort zone keeps you. So I want you to take a moment and just think about, just think about a goal or a dream that you have that seems somehow to be out of your reach. Now, if you check uh, to see if achieving, achieving it requires that you move out of your comfort zone, 
um, and then into unfamiliar territory. And if it does require you to move out your comfort zone, now you can say, take a look at it and say, now that's why I haven't achieved it because I haven't moved outside of my comfort zone. I'm still in my comfort zone. You still have the dream. You still have the vision inside of your head, but the comfort zone does not allow you to step out to embrace it and to move or to advance it because maybe you're already in it and need to go to another level, but you haven't gone to the next level yet. And so the bars of that virtual prison, that fear, makes it impossible for anything to happen beyond that comfort zone. So it, the, the key for you uh, to your freedom, therefore, lies in the removal of those bars and stepping outside into the comfort zone. So getting yourself together means coming outside of the comfort zone and stepping into unfamiliar territory. And the interesting thing about that is, you know, usually when God tells us to take a step of faith, we may not know every, you know, um, every detail about where we're going. But one thing we do know is that whatever direction that God sends us in is for our betterment. If he said that you're going to be, you're going to do great things, well, in order to do those great things, you have to walk in the steps that God has ordered for your life. The word of God says the, the, the steps of a good man are ordered by God. So you have to come out of the comfort zone and start walking in those ordered steps in order to get yourself together and to embrace 2012 and live the life that God has purposed for you for 2012, you got to come outside of your comfort zone. So if it is like a dream job, maybe, maybe you want to be a supervisor, or maybe you just want to advance on your job, or maybe you have a particular career that you would like to pursue, well, you're going to have to come outside the comfort zone. Because maybe you're working on a job and you become uh, familiar with what's going on on that job, but you still have that dream job in your mind. But you become real comfortable on the present job, and so you haven't applied, you haven't increased your knowledge, you haven't checked on anything, you've just been comfortable. Well, I'm going to challenge you to step outside in 2012 of your comfort zone and go after what it is that you desire. So whatever that dream is, go after it. If it's a new relationship, go after it. You know, if you and when I say a new relationship, maybe for you it's a new type a new type of relationship. Maybe you've just been in bad cycles and repeating certain types of cycles. So for you it might just be a new type of relationship, a different kind of more healthy relationship experience. Maybe it's starting your own business. Maybe it's losing weight or just living totally different. Maybe it's relocating to a different state or a different city or even a different part of the world. Whatever it is that you know is something that you're supposed to do, I'm going to challenge you to take at least the first step out of your comfort zone and check on it. Go and check it out. Go Go research it. Go look up information. Go find out what it is that you need to do. Uh, if that's you know do take the first step in doing something, and so what you know so that you won't stay in your comfort zone. You don't want to be at the end of 2012 still in your um, uh, comfort zone. You have to say to yourself and believe that whatever it is that God has shown you about your life, you can achieve it because what you believe is what you'll do. So if you don't believe that you can achieve something different in your life in 2012 you'll repeat the same cycle that you were always that you've once that you were always, that you were repeating that you were in in 2011 that you were in in 2010 that you had in 2009 so if you want to do some change your beliefs you know change your thought life about it change what you believe about yourself so that you can walk into uh what God has purpose for you to be the word of God says um uh, 
uh, as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so I want you to begin to change uh, your mindset about uh, what it is that you believe. And one of the ways to do that is to um, to do a self-examination. The word says, let a man examine himself. If you want to get yourself together, it starts with you taking a self-examination. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 5 um, says, examine yourselves to see if your faith is really genuine. King James says, let a man examine himself. You have to go within yourself and take an examination and be honest about yourself. Be honest about some of the things that you're doing, the way that you're believing, some of the conversations that you're having, the company that you're keeping. Uh, be honest about your integrity on the job. If you haven't been doing great in that area, be honest about it. When you take that self-examination, be honest. I'm not the most trusting person on the job. I need to improve in that area. So whatever you find in that examination, don't be in denial about it. Be honest about it, and then do what you need to do to make the necessary changes. Because before you can get yourself together, you have to be honest about who you are right now. And one of those areas that actually um, need to be changed, and you're going to um, have to be honest about that. So I want you to consider your ways. You know, consider what your ways were like before 2012, and Think about those areas of your life that actually needs to change. Because, you know, at the beginning of a new year, you know, it, it's an ideal time to stop, to look up and, and, and to get and to get you get your bearings, collect yourself. Like I said earlier, everybody's gonna be talking about resolutions, what they're gonna do. I'm gonna study more, I'm gonna study the word more, I'm gonna go to church more, I'm gonna go to work on time, I'm gonna do better on my job, I'm gonna start that business. I'm going to go back to college or I'm going to go back and get my degree or I'm going to study better this semester so I can get better grades. So at the top of every new year, people call themselves getting their bearings, collecting their bearings and taking a look over back over their lives from the previous year and then making these confessions about what they want to do for the new year. And so I want to ask you some questions that I'm going to ask you some questions that I want you to really ponder uh, what uh, ponder the answer, how you would answer these questions. And if you're taking notes, I want you to actually write these questions down because I want you to go back and I want you to take a look at them as we're in the process of, you know, beginning January, we're going to go through the month of January. I want you to really think about these questions and then answer these questions honestly as you prepare to get yourself together. So the first one is, what's one thing you could do this year to increase your enjoyment of God? You know, what is it that can excite you about your spiritual growth, your spirituality, you know, your connection to God? What is the one thing that you can do this year to increase that enjoyment? Is it going to church more? Is it fellowshipping more with the believers? Is it um, uh, studying your word more? Is it uh, investing in spiritual growth uh, materials and actually applying them to your life and living your life out according to biblical principles? What is that one thing that you can do? That would increase enjoyment. The number two is what's the single most important thing you could do to improve the quality of your family life this year? What's the one, what is the single most important thing you can do to improve the quality of your family life this year? We're all in relationships, no matter how you look at it. We all have family members. Some good situations, some not so good, some excellent situations. But what is that one thing that you can do to improve the quality of your family life this year? The third, in what spirit, 
in which spiritual discipline do you most want to make progress this year and what will you do about it? In what in which spiritual discipline do you want to make progress this year and what do you want to do about it? For example, is it prayer, the discipline of prayer? Okay, with this prayer, what do you want to do about it? Do you want to pray more? Do you want to go to prayer meetings? Do you want to go to intercessory prayer at church? What is it? Is it studying more? You know, is it um uh, uh, communing with God more, meditating. What is that spiritual discipline that you actually need to put some effort into in 2012? Okay. What number four? What is the single biggest time waster in your life, and what will you do about it this year? What is the single biggest time waster in your life, and what are you going to do about it this year? Do you watch too much TV? Do you listen to too much radio? You know. Um, do you talk on uh, the cell phone too much? Do you, do you text too much? Are you on social sites too uh, for long periods of time? And when you look up what you should have, what should have been accomplished wasn't accomplished because you spent three or four hours on Facebook or some other social site. So, what is the biggest time waste? Do you allow people to call you? I mean, well, do people call you, and do you allow them? to occupy your time, and so here you are having something you're trying to get done. you got a, a project you're working on or something you're trying to finish around the house or whatever it may be. You get a phone call, and rather than say, let me call you later, you go ahead and take the call, and then you end up talking for an hour and a half to somebody about their problem, and you realize that your time your time was wasted in the, in the sense that you didn't get done what you were supposed to get done. Okay. Um, the next one is, uh, what's the what is what's the most important way you will, by God's grace, try to make this year different from last year? With the help of God and with God's grace, what is it that you're gonna what is it that you're gonna make sure is different this year than it was last year? What is it you're gonna do? Okay, another question. What one thing could you do to improve your prayer life this year? What is the one thing that you can do? Is it uh, you can get up you know, a few minutes earlier so that you can um, have some devotional time and some prayer time? Uh, could you block off some time in the evening? Uh, could, is it possible that you can say, okay, well, I don't do too good at home with my prayer life. So when the church has intercessory prayer, I'm going to go to intercessory prayer, and that's where I'm going to get my, my time in. What is the the one the most important? What is the one thing you could do to improve your prayer life? Okay, the next question is, what's the the most important decision you need to make this year? What's that most important decision that you need to make this year? If it is God told you to start a business two years ago and you haven't done it, maybe that's the most important decision you can make, and that's following the will of God, starting that business. What is the most important decision? If it's getting your family life in a, a um more healthy state, that's a decision you have to make. I'm going to work on strengthening my family relationship, strengthening my marriage, strengthening my relationship with my kids, strengthening my relationship with my brothers and sisters, my biological, my siblings. You know, what is it? What is the most uh, important decision that you need to make this year? All right, and a couple more. What one thing do you most regret about last year, and what will you do about it this year? You look back over 2011, what is the one thing that you regret uh, about last year, and what are you going to do about it this year? You know, um, uh, what is that? 
And that's very challenging because sometimes when we cross over into the new year, what happens is we want to leave everything behind. And that is true. You don't need a lot of baggage coming with you in, the, in, in 2012 from 2011. However, you do need to reflect back on 2011 and look at those areas that you regretted from last year and then make a decision about getting yourself together. What am I going to do this year uh, to make my life better? Amen? Then here's another one. What single blessing from God do you want to seek most earnestly this year? What is it that you want God to bless your life with this year? And what are you earnestly willing to seek God after? What blessing is that that you are willing to seek God for for this year? That maybe it's something that's been secret in your heart uh, all for, you know, maybe last year, the year before. Maybe it's a secret prayer that you've been praying or a request that you've been making to God or a desire that you've been holding in your heart. Maybe you never told anybody about it, but you say 2012 is my year. What is that single blessing that you want to earnestly seek after God for? That you want to make sure, God, I would love to see it happen this year in 2012. Then what skill do you most want to learn or improve this year? We should always be learning. We should always be improving. We should always be increasing our knowledge. So is there a skill or what area of knowledge do you want to improve in this year? Whatever that is, go after it. Make sure you, you actually pursue that because that is what's going to get you through some doors and get those blessings into your life and get you to a life of fulfillment in 2012. And then the last one is, in what area of your life do you most need change? And what will you do about it this year? What is that one area that you most need change? And what are you willing to do about it um, this year? And so, you know, hopefully you got those questions. If not, you'll be able to get the replay and um, hear them back again. So I want you to consider all of those questions because when you look at those questions and you honestly examine your life, you when you answer those questions from a pure heart, you come up with some answers that what will give you direction. For 2012, you know, sometimes we cross over and we say we want to get it together and we want to do better and we don't have an action plan and we don't know what to do because we never looked back and did an honest evaluation and answered certain questions because when you answer these questions, it gives you um, a um, uh, a, a guide, a, a guide is the best way to put it. It gives you a guide or some direction, or at least it gives you a goal or a target to aim at. And then it also allows probably what's been on the inside of you hidden because you've been dealing with everyday life and some things that you've been desiring for your life got pushed back or suppressed or, you know, put on hold because you had some, maybe some unexpected things to occur or, you know, some situations beyond your control happen. Well, you know what, when you review these questions and you answer them, guess what? It pushes all of that good stuff to the top. And then it allows it to come out and you can start walking towards accomplishing all of those dreams, all of those goals, all of those desires, those necessary changes. You'll put your best foot forward to make those changes happen uh, in your life. And that's the good thing about making the decision to um, get yourself together and uh Make change happen so that you can do better. So let's say we're talking about change. So let's let's talk about change a little bit and and um, see what happens in the process of change. I'm gonna give you a very simple simple uh, definition of change. And change is purposeful effort that is sustained and assisted by divine help. 
Now that's that's very simple, but it, it, it's an easy way. That's a good way to understand it. Um, is to say that change is purposeful. We know it's purposeful effort. In other words, I am I am intentionally making taking actions for something to happen in my life, and I'm not just doing it by myself. I'm doing it um, with the help of God. So it's purposeful effort that is sustained and assisted by divine help. It is your responsibility to bring yourself to a place of change. I can't change you. It's not my responsibility to change you. You know my assignment is to help you mature, help you to become equipped, and to help you to um to have what you need to live a fulfilled life, but I'm not responsible for change in your life. You are ultimately responsible to bring yourself to a place of change. And change requires knowledge and it, re- and it requires honesty. And that's what I just said or, or just a few minutes ago is that you've got to be honest. If you're going to get yourself together, if you want to see something happen in your life, you have to be honest. And it requires knowledge. Knowledge is powerful. As a man thinketh within his heart, which is synonymous with mind, so is he. So whatever it is that you're thinking about, that's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to be. And so change requires knowledge and it requires honesty. Okay. Uh, Change occurs on purpose and it's by design. It's on purpose. You have to make a decision and say, I want change to happen. I want to see something different happen in my life. I want change. And it's by design. And that's what I mean by an action plan. It's by design. You have to strategically plan the change of getting yourself together. You know, you can't just say, well, you know, uh, it, whatever happens, happens. No. If you really want to see your life better, if you want to see something different happen in your life, you have to have it a plan of action. You have to orchestrate that change by design. Okay. When truth is embraced, change must uh, take place. You have to embrace truth. So if you're a mean person and you desire to, not to be mean, you have to embrace and accept that, guess what, what people was, people were telling me I was mean, you have to embrace that truth. You know, I, I, I was mean. But I desire to be a friendly person. I desire to be happy. I desire to be um, an enjoyable person. So you have to embrace the truth that you were mean, but you also embrace the truth that you can change. And you, bec- you can go from being a mean person to actually being a happy person, uh, an enjoyable person, a fun person, a lovable person. And so you have to embrace truth. Um, a commitment to change requires more than the exposure to information and logical reason to change. Okay, It means that you have to Go a little bit further than that. You have to have some interaction that has with with people. You want to actually see or you want to hear that somebody um, recognizes the change in you. So it's not just the knowledge that you gain and that um, that you're going to put into practice. You and 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 how you reason that out. You want to be able to actually see your life evolving into something better than where it is right now. And where you are right now is not necessarily bad. You know, we go from grace to grace, from faith to faith, and from glory to glory. That means that we, we you know, as in, in human, just human, basic human development, we are to be maturing in life all the time. So when you get yourself together, it's not always getting yourself together from a bad place. Sometimes it's getting yourself together uh, from right where you are to move to the next level, to go from the good thing you're doing to a better thing, and from better to a great thing. So getting yourself together is not always bad. It um, it can simply just be uh, going to the next level in your life. So change requires discipline, 
And so in order to go to the next level, you got to be disciplined. So if you know there are some steps that you need to take to get yourself together, then once you figure out what those steps are, then you have to develop, a. it has to become a discipline in your life where you are actually walking these steps out. You can't do it on Monday and change your mind on Tuesday and then mm, I'll think about it on Wednesday and then Thursday try to pick it back up. No, you have to develop that discipline of change. It's going to take a little practice, but if you keep pushing yourself and taking one step at a time, keep moving, keep going forward in it, eventually the discipline will be developed. It will become a part of you. It will be something that you're used to doing, and it will become effortless after that. Um, uh, repetition enforces change. And so if you know that, um, let's say, for example, the area that you need to change in is to say you got to change your conversation, you know, maybe you want a more wholesome conversation, then you have to practice that. You have to start speaking, having better conversations. So you have to force yourself to uh, engage in more wholesome conversations and straying away from those conversations that are negative, that are that are um, unhealthy, that may be uh, self uh, uh sabotaging and talk or putting someone else down, you're going to have to repeatedly do, uh, take those steps of change so that it becomes discipline in your life. So I'm going to, while we're talking about change, let's look at some um, false beliefs concerning change. Number one, one of the false beliefs about change is I cannot change because I have already tried change and it failed and failed. Well, you know, there's an old saying, nothing beats a failure but a try. Well, so if you tried changing over the years and you failed at it, you can't, okay, that's where changing the mindset comes in at. Okay, maybe you failed because maybe you didn't have the right information. Maybe you didn't have the right knowledge. And so if you know that there's an area that you want to change in and you've been trying to change and it just hasn't worked, then connect yourself with someone who will have your back, Check with an, uh, partner with an encourager, partner with an accountability partner and say, help me through this process. You know, teach me, t- connect with somebody who can teach you something other than what you know so you can try something other than what you've done in the past and so that you can go from failure to success. So if you've tried something in the past and it failed, when you try to do change, then then it's time to connect with someone and and ask them to, to help you walk through the process. Or it's time for you to get some new information on how you can bring that change. Another false belief is it's not my responsibility to affect change in my life. It is your responsibility. The, the example I used uh, just a second ago was the, the mean-spirited person. If the mean-spirited person is going to change, it's that person's responsibility to, to change that from that mean spirit to a more pleasant spirit. The the only thing that other people can do is constantly tell that person, you're too mean. You're being too mean. You're too hard. You're too harsh. But it's up to that person to actually take the responsibility to change and responsibility, the ability to respond to what I know. And if I know I'm a mean-spirited person, then it's my, then I have within me the ability to respond to that. I can respond to it positively or negatively. I can stay mean or I can take the necessary steps to become a more happier person. Than that. Then the last um, false belief is um, I'm not as bad as I seem. If you're saying that I'm not as bad as I seem, then probably it's a little worse off. That's 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 borderline denial almost. And so you don't want to keep saying that it's not. I'm not as bad as I seem. You know, um, if it seems bad, then take a look at it. That goes it goes back to that. Um, 
Self-examination again. If it seems bad, then go examine the situation because you want to make sure that whatever it is that it seems like, whatever needs to change to change the seems like, then you need to make take the necessary steps. But again, like I said, if you if you're at that place where you said it's not as I'm not as bad as I seem, it's probably you you're probably borderline denial. Okay, so let's look at some um, uh, principles on change. Four reasons that four reasons to change, and these are good reasons that you need to change and get yourself together. You know, uh, number one, change provides a natural example to others. You know, we all want to be. Um, Role model and mentor might be a little uh, extreme in some cases, but we all like to influence people. We, it's safe to say that most of us, rather, like to be an influence on other people. We like it to be a good influence on other people. We like the praise uh, reports or the praise that people give us when we've influenced them. You helped me so much. Thank you. You know, I've been watching you, and I really admire you, the way you handle uh, conflict, or I really uh, admire the way you carry yourself. We like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Because when we become that example for others and they're getting it, they're seeing that example and they're getting it, they're catching it, and they're seeing something that they uh, would like to embrace into their own lives, that's a good thing. So change provides a natural example to others. Number two, future hopes and desires will hinge on your change. If you want to walk into greatness in 2012, then it's going to be hinged on the change that you make in your life. And remember, just the word change is not bad. Your change may not be that you're a mean spirit and you got to change from meanness to happiness. Your change might be that you go from, as I said earlier, doing good to doing better. So if you want to walk into another level in 2012, it's going to hinge on your change. What are you willing to change to walk into a greater to, to greater things in 2012. Number three, fulfillment um, is postponed until you change. So uh, you don't experience joy in life until you change from being mean. You don't experience happiness until you ch- embrace change from being sad all the time. So if you want f- uh, to, uh, to walk in fulfillment, then you're going to have to embrace change. If you want to fulfill the dream that you have, you got to walk in the change. If you want to fulfill the career goals that you have, then you have to walk in the change and do whatever is necessary to actually accomplish that. Then the last one is the essence of uh, stupidity is to continue to do the same thing expecting different results. You can't do what you did in 2011 and expect uh, greatness to happen in 2012. Something has to change in 2012. So uh, if it means going to another level, that means that uh, – Whatever you were doing has to get kicked up a notch so that you can embrace better in 2012, all right? And so that's the thing. So let's look at some steps to actually uh, to permanent change. And I'm just going to give you just a few, but these are the ones that we use, people usually struggle with sometimes. So if you want to see permanent change, here are some of the things that you're going to have to do. Number one, you must put away childish things and rise to a level of maturity. And that's what I'm talking If you're going to do Get yourself together. It's all about maturity. You know, even if it's on your job, it's about professional maturity. If it's about your, um, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, it's about uh, uh, business maturity or integrity, maturity and integrity. So it's all about putting away those childish things and, ri- and rising, raising, coming up to a level of maturity. You've got to get to a level of maturity. Um, number two, you must know that change is possible for you. You have to believe it. It goes back to what you think 
That's what you believe. What you believe is what you live and what you do. You must know that change is possible for you. Three, you must make a decision to have victory. You know, I'm going to be victorious and I'm going to have successful and I'm going to live a victorious life in 2012. No, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. That's my goal for um, for 2012. Uh Number four, you got to forgive others and free yourself. So if you've been angry about something, if you've been bitter about it, if you've been upset about some things, you know, uh, maybe family members, maybe coworkers, maybe uh, friends that you, uh, that um, maybe did something they shouldn't have done, said something they shouldn't have said, and um, offended you, you're going to have to learn to forgive others so that you can free yourself. You don't want to try to go in 2012 talking about getting yourself together and walking in greatness with bitterness deep down on the inside of your inner being because that bitterness is going to come up. So you don't want to, you want to free yourself in uh, at the beginning of this year so that uh you can walk in greatness. So forgive others. Forgive them. You they may never ask you for your forgiveness. They may never apologize. That would be unfortunate, but you can forgive others so that you can free yourself. You want to go in 2012 free of any debris, free of any garbage, free of any baggage, free of anything that's weighing you down in mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or, or in your physical body that's keeping you from walking in uh, that uh, greatness. All right. Then you want to eliminate negative influences and relationships that cause you to fail or compromise. So if you want to do great things, get around great people. And I, when I say great people, I'm talking about people who are doing something, who are making it happen in their lives. They don't necessarily have to be millionaires, billionaires, you know, and all that kind of stuff, but they need to be walking in greatness. They need to be walking in fulfillment. They need to be walking in joy. They need to be walking in happiness. They need to be walking um um, in excitement of life, you want to get around people uh, who can be in your life, uh, who can influence you in positive and creative and productive ways. If you are surrounded by negative influences, then it's up to you to make a decision. Sometimes it's a hard decision because the people who have those negative influences are usually people that we're familiar with. It's back to that comfort zone thing. These are, you know, it could be family members, it could be friends you've had for a long time, it could be coworkers that you've worked with for uh, for several years. But they have negative. They are, they are a negative influence, and you have a tough decision. Do I want a great life in 2012? And if so, then I'm gonna have to get away from the negative influences. And you may have to redefine those relationships. You may have to say, hey, unless the negativity stops, I will not be able to continue a relationship with you because in 2012, I desire something better. I I see great things happening in my life. I see. Uh, I, I desire. Um, for God to do certain things, and so if that's if you we want to continue to be friends, the negativity has to go. And if they choose not, then you have to redefine that relationship, and you have to say my inner circle, my circle of influence, will only be people who have positive and uh, uh, productive things to say in uh, in my life. And then you have to develop a life plan strategy. You have to create a plan of action of how you number one going to get yourself together and then number two, how are you going to walk into those dreams, those uh goals, those aspirations, those desires? What is the strategy that you have in place or that you're going to come up with 
so that 2012 can be victorious for you and that you can accomplish everything in 2012 that you want to accomplish. And then when you do that, when you make that plan of action, you're going to have to hold a steady course with patience. It's not going to happen overnight, but if you hang in there, if you stay on course, you will see it little bit by little bit by little bit coming to fruition, manifesting itself, and then eventually you will see the manifestation of what you've been waiting on, what you've been believing for, what you've been desiring. You'll see your you'll see your life change. You'll see doors open. You'll see um, blessings coming from every direction, uh, even unexpected blessings. You'll see those things happen um, in uh, in your life. Okay, and so those are some of the steps that you need to take to bring permanent change. And so here are six steps to a life change strategy. So here's what you need to do. And again, I want to encourage you, if you're listening by phone or in the chat room, please register for the conference that starts January the 9th because the radio shows from January the 9th through the 20th are going to be on Blog Talk Radio, but they're going to be set as private. And you have to be registered to actually be able to hear these shows. And so here are the six steps to a life change strategy. Number one, establish the truth about who you are. Remember, let a man examine himself. I'm going to keep saying that. You have to take a self-examination. You have to be honest. So the first thing you want to do is establish the truth about who you are. So you, one of the ways that you can do that is you can take a sheet of paper, and you can list all of your strengths. You can list the next column, your weaknesses. And then you can list in another column or another sheet of paper um, some of your gifts and abilities. You know, and then your likes and dislikes, you know, uh, those things that we don't pay a lot of attention to, uh, likes and dislikes. What's your favorite food, maybe? What's your favorite type TV show? Um, You know, what types of books do you like to read? Because when you can look at that on paper, you actually begin to see yourself. You may know it in your mind. Okay, yeah, I like to read, let's say, um, I like to read mystery novels or um, I like to watch um, uh drama show police drama shows on television you know when you begin to see those things on paper about yourself you can actually begin to define yourself and i don't mean overall i'm just talking about those areas that you participate in that you like about yourself and i mean uh, the things that you get involved with the types of uh, information that you have been uh reading or magazines or books and what what type of uh things do you look for on the internet what type of searches do you do you know those kind of things where are your strengths what are your weaknesses well in the areas of weaknesses why are they weaknesses well, because you haven't you haven't strengthened yourself in that area or because you try to you just don't seem to be able to get this particular thing. So what happens is when you see that on paper you begin to define yourself and be able to identify those things that you don't commonly talk about every day. All right, so that's the first one. Establish the truth about who you are. Number two, recognize challenges to who you are. What are the challenges in your life? And um you can use that word challenge. Uh, challenges, or you can say shortcomings, or what are some of the um, uh, uh, areas that you're tempted in that you fight and you battle with every day? What are those challenges that you face every day? And when you write those down, it's like, now, God, give me a strategy to overcome them, to be victorious over over those particular things. The third one is have a premeditated response to negative stimulus. So if there's something that... Um, 
is negative in your life and it tries to, it's a stimulus that's trying to get you to deter you from your dream, deter you from your vision or get you to the uh, deter you from the uh the change that you want to make in your life. Then you need a premeditated response. You have to come up with something that you're going to say to that particular uh stimulus. And so if it's that negative talk, let's go back to the the coworkers with the negative conversations and the negative talk. Well, you have to have a predetermined or pre uh meditated response. So when they come to you with a negative conversation, you might have to jump in there and say, "Let me stop you. I have decided for 2012 that I want something better." And so I can no longer engage in negative talk and negative conversations at work. So write down what it is that you think that you that is comfortable for you to say that will help you to get past the negative stimulus. All right, then um, number four, eliminate misbehavior. And that goes, that doesn't, has a lot to do with uh, morality. It has a lot to do with uh, character. It has a lot to do with um, the type of person that you are or the type of person that you compromise yourself to be. So, Uh, eliminate misbehavior and you want to wake up every day God I want to be a person of integrity I want to walk in integrity I want to walk in righteousness God I want to be an honest person I want to be a just person I want to be a person in right standing with you I don't want to be a person that um, is right on Monday and then I'm cheating then I'm cheating still in line and killing or whatever I'm doing on Tuesday and then I'm doing something else on Wednesday no God I desire to be a person who is matured in everyday living Okay, and then number five, glorify God with your outcome. So when every time you get to a, a victory, a place of victory, give God the glory. Every time you accomplish uh, an area that needs that uh, you have on your paper that you desire for change or you desire uh, to accomplish, give God the glory for the outcome. All right, uh, and then number six, become accountable to someone who loves you. And that goes back to what I said, find somebody that you can partner with who will honestly make you accountable for change in your life and for 2012. That was going to make you accountable for for actually going after and pursuing those blessings, those dreams, those ideas, those uh, goals that you have uh, for 2012. They're going to make you accountable. They're going to be the ones that call you and say, what did you do today toward that goal? What did you do today Um uh, in uh, to get uh, prepared for the promotion. What did you do today uh, in re- uh, in reference to starting your own business? Did you research anything? Those are the people, I'm going to tell you from experience, those are the people that was going to drive you crazy sometimes in a good way. They're going to get on your last nerve. But every time you think about what their assignment is and how they're helping you to propel you to the next level, those are the uh, get-on-my-nerve people. Those are the good people that get on your nerves. Those are the people that you say, I don't mind you getting on my nerve because every time you get on that nerve, I push myself harder to accomplish that goal. So that's not a negative thing. That's a good thing. You know, I have friends that call me, what have you done today? What did you write? What did you plan? You know, so you need the same thing. So whatever that dream is, that goal is, or whatever it is that you want to change in your life, you need someone that you can be accountable to who can actually uh, question you about, you know, um, if you're doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Because remember, you know, the whole goal is change. So uh, anything that does not change you is unnecessary in your life. And so you need, you may need someone to help you to discern, you know, the unnecessary things 
that's in your life and only and, and to help you select and pick those things that's going to bring about the um the change that um uh, that you desire and so those are some of the things that you have to eliminate and another area that I want to talk to you about eliminating and I kind of briefly touched on it but the one I really want a, a couple of them I want you to focus on is number one is wrong wrong relationships a lot of times we get we cannot go forward in what we want to do and we cannot see the 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 best life that we desire to see because we're connected to the wrong relationships. And so we have to get rid of anything that clouds our mind and our spirit, including relationships. And it goes back to what I said. If it's a, if it's a relationship that's not working, you may have to take a look at it and say, I'm have to redefine this relationship because this relationship is getting in the way of me accomplishing what it is that I want to accomplish in 2012, you also want to eliminate um, negative conversation. Well, I talked about that. You want to uh, put off those conversations that get in the way of your growth, get in the um, the way of you being excited about your life. Anything that's going to bring you, any conversations that bring you down, any conversations that are not positive, if they're not uplifting conversations, you're going to have to eliminate those conversations uh, from you, uh, from your life. And you're going to have to eliminate um, time wasters. You know, um, time wasters can can really steal from your life. And you become frustrated with yourself whenever you allow time wasters to come in and eat up um, your day. So you're going to have to learn to avoid those non-essentials and energy wasters. And you're going to have to make uh, make your time count. And so one way to do that is is to get a planner. You know, and actually strategically map out what you need to do every day or um or certain times throughout the day um you may need to actually uh do that for your life um I know we do it sometimes for our business, we do it for our job, but you know you might need a planner for your life, you know gotta get myself together planner, and you need a planner that says in the month of January, I'm focusing on this area of my life in the month of February, I'm focusing on this area, and you need to go in and and Target dates in the month of different things that you're going to do to begin to bring that change or to or to increase in a certain area or to develop in a certain area or to mature in a certain area. Because when you see it on paper and it's in front of you, more likely you're going to go ahead and do what, uh, take the steps that um, you actually uh, need to take. And so the key in getting yourself together uh, goes back to self-examination. But most importantly, you must discover who you really are. You must know who you really are if you're going to get yourself together. You can't change. Uh, you can't bring change if you don't know what needs to be changed. And the only way that you know what needs to be changed is you have to get to a place. You have to really get to know yourself. And sometimes I know we think we know ourselves and, you know, we say, well, I know myself better than anybody. And you do. You know yourself better than anybody, any other human being um knows you but you may not necessarily know everything about yourself that God intends for you to know you know some things have to be pointed out uh to you so you know how do you find how do you get to the place where you find the real you how do you find yourself when you're going through that examination process you know how do you find yourself and how do you do that self-examination the first thing you want to do is quiet the noise in your head 
That's the first thing you want to do. Quiet that noise in your head. So sometimes when you're working on yourself, you got to sit still. You got to get into a spirit of meditation. You got to take deep breaths. You got to clear all that noise and all that junk um, out of your head. All of those voices that are that are playing that nag you sometimes. You know, talking about you know. Well, I don't know why you're sitting here. You know, you got to do such and such. You know, you got to get rid of all of that stuff. You know, you have to clear the noise out of your head. Get your mind free of anything that would distract you from literally getting yourself together. Taking, come, you know, uh, identifying the areas that you need to improve in or what you need to do next. All right, and then you have to start. Uh, you have to practice thinking about yourself in healthy ways. You know, like I said, you know, sometimes when people make that comment, you know, I'm not, I'm not as bad as I seem. It's usually a, a, some level of denial in that thing. And so, but if you want to bring change to your life, then you have to have healthy thoughts about your life. You have to believe that God, whatever God has shown you about your life, whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, you got to believe you can do it. You got to believe change can happen. I can be a happier person. I can uh, get the promotion. I can start the business. I can um, do whatever it is that God desires for me to do. I can be a better person. I can get myself together. So you have to actually have healthy thoughts about about who you are and about your life. Then listen to your heart. You know, be careful not to get hung up on specific goals. You know, go with your heart. Go with your heart. You know, you know what that ultimate dream is. You don't have to become rigid and locked all in t- into everything. Go with your heart. It may not always be the way that you plan it. You have to be a little spontaneous sometimes, you know. Um, uh, sometimes, you know, we have to, um, or we become so accustomed to thinking about ourselves and doing things a certain way that we don't leave some room for diff- something different. We don't leave room for the uh, for the spontaneous, and so make sure that you keep your mind open uh, to change and open to finding new ways to accomplish uh, certain things. You know, get to know yourself. It's so important because when you know yourself and you like yourself, you love yourself, and you gotta you're gonna have to love yourself in order to make it better in 2012. You can't even love somebody else until you first love yourself. So it's going to be crucial in that. So here's your plan of action. And this is where we get into this step right here, the plan of action that you need to take, you know, in getting yourself together and so that you can be successful and live victorious um, uh, for throughout this year. You know, um, the Word of God tells us, write the vision down, make it plain upon tablets so those that read it can run with it. That includes you. So whatever vision it is that you have for your life, whatever dreams you have, whatever goals you have, you know, we've got to get to the place where you're writing this down. You know, uh, it's easy to say, I'm going to remember, I'm going to remember. Write it down. Whatever it is that you want to see happen in 2012, write it down. Okay, so that's the first step. Write, the first step is to write down what, what exactly it is you desire. What is it that I want to see happen this year, you know, in 2012? And that's what you need to be writing down. You know, what exactly is it that you desire? Write that down. So if it's um, wealth, if it's, you know, personal health, if you want to lose weight, if it's, um, you know, start a business, if it's uh, to get a promotion on the job, whatever it is, write it down. 
you know. And so the reason you're writing it down is because you need to know what your specific desire is. I know we said we all house it in our hearts and we know it in our minds and, you know, we, we know it, we know it. But remember that we all have everyday lives that we're living. And so things come up and sometimes things happen in life that will push your idea or your desire back and push your goal back and uh, change your plans and all those kind of things. Put it on paper. If nothing else, when you go back to read it, it'll refresh you. You know, it'll be a, serve as a refreshing, a refreshing point for you. Okay, then the second thing is set up a schedule outlining each step that needs to be taken daily to achieve weekly goals. It goes back to what I said. Write it down. Whatever it is, once you get everything in order, devise a plan that you know from a schedule every step that you have to take to get to where you want to go, no matter whether what area of life it is, I don't care if it's changing your thought life, devise a schedule. What you Make a plan. If it's uh, growing spiritually, make a plan. Come up with a schedule on how you're going to do that. If it's about improving your career, come up with a schedule on the things that you need to do to improve in your in your career. Whatever it is, if it's building better relationships or strengthening your relationships, make a schedule on what it is that you need to do to make sure that that happens. All right, and then have a part number three. Have a have your own personal reward system in place. Reward yourself every time you make a major accomplishment or every time you you accomplish a step. Reward your reward yourself. So whatever that is for you, that's what you want to do. Some people, you know, um, reward themselves with a. Uh, you know, um, they go get a small uh, special ice cream or something, or they reward themselves. They might um, buy themselves something that they've always wanted, you know, or they'll uh, get something small for themselves to remind them, I accomplished this goal. So they'll get something to reward themselves. And so put a reward system in place that's specifically for you, that where you can reward yourself and um, give yourself a pat on the back for accomplishing a particular um, goal. And then number four in this action plan is do not let yourself get disheartened. You know, listen, change can happen overnight. I believe in it. It can happen overnight. But in most cases, it's a day-by-day process. And if you schedule it out, you can say by by March of this year, I want to be more happier. And it can happen for you. But don't get disheartened when something comes up, you know, that causes you to be angry or causes you to feel negative or whatever the case may be, keep pressing, keep pressing, keep pushing toward the mark. You can make it. So don't become disheartened um, uh, for your plans. Or if you deviate from your plans, you know, just acknowledge it. I'm off course a little bit, you know. Uh, let me get back on on course, you know, so that I can actually see this happen in my life um, in 2012. And so that's the plan of action stuff that you want to take. You know, and that's it. That's it. You've got to, you know, we can easily come at the top of the year and make all these resolutions. But if we don't devise a plan to get it done, then we'll blink. It'll be 2013 and we'll be right back at the top of the year making the same plans all over again, making the same resolutions all over again. And so I want to encourage you, encourage you. This has been, uh, this is the preview show of the Got to Get Myself Together conference. Uh, 2012, and again, normally we have it in Baton Rouge, but this year we're actually doing it virtual, uh, a virtual conference, so that um, you can come from the comfort of your home, you can listen by your mobile device or your tablet, um, 
with other people globally, you know, that's going to be on. But you must um, you must register uh, for the for the conference again from January the ninth through the twentieth are the Blog Talk radio shows, and then from the twenty first to the thirty first, it's actually um, the uh, telecalls and teleclasses. And there's a small registration fee of $25 for all 12 of those calls. And we're going to be dealing with areas that really is going to help propel you uh, to the next level. And we're going to be dealing with um, areas, uh, real uh, um, specific, strong areas, even on the Blog Talk radio show. Because we want you to live the best possible life that you can live in 2012. And a lot of times we've been held back for whatever reasons. And we haven't accomplished everything that we should have accomplished over the last few years or the last two or three years. But 2012 is your year. And if it's your year, that means you got to put forth some effort to make it happen. You have some things that you have to do, some things, places that you have to go, a few hands you might have to shake, a few people you might have to talk to. But the bottom line is this is your year. This is the year of manifestation. You get to see God bless your life. And in order for that to happen, you have to be in right place, in right position at the right time, and I've got to be connected to the right people. And that's crucial and that's important. So you get yourself together, think about those areas and think about um, the uh, uh, areas that we talked about on this radio show. And if for some reason you weren't able to uh, get all the notes down while we, uh, while I was teaching, then there's going to be a replay. You'll be able to go back to the uh, page and get the replay. You want to listen to it again and get the notes that that you didn't get but I want to encourage you, encourage you, encourage you to please register for the conference um, uh, so that you can get the rest of this. Because this right here, what you got today, will not be at the conference. This was the preview show. So you're going to get more detail and more in-depth in depth for the conference uh, radio shows. And so please register for the conference. Um, so I'm excited about the conference. I'm excited about those that are on the call they called in by phone tonight. The one that per, the person in the chat room. Thank you so much for joining uh, me on tonight. But I want to make sure to invite you and encourage you. Please register for the conference so you can come to the rest of the call starting on Monday, uh, January the ninth. Uh, I probably would do another preview call uh, this weekend. Um, uh, we'll send out an email to let you know the date and the time. Uh, we, we were going to schedule one, and we still may schedule one for tomorrow, dealing with a different topic, just to get you ready for getting yourself together. And uh, if we can schedule it around uh, the Saints football game, then uh, we will. And so if not, we would deal with it. Or we would actually do another preview show on Sunday before the actual conference call uh the actual conference radio shows take um, take place. So we want people to be able to experience a little bit of, or at least experience what to expect for the actual uh, conference. And so that's why we're doing the preview shows so that you can at least get familiar, become familiar with who I am and for those of you who don't know me and then actually become familiar with um, what's actually going to take place during, those, during that time, those 24 days of powerful teaching and um, uh, information. Um, we're going to give you information on teacher strategies um, and steps on uh, doing certain things. And so we want to make sure. So pass the word on. Tell your friends, your coworkers. We're going to deal with a lot of different areas. But um, specifically, when we do to get to the telecall, it's going to be interactive. You'll be able to participate in those calls. Um, 
we should have um, information available so you can follow along or uh, have a, at least have a handout of some kind in front of you so that you you can follow us um, on the telecalls. Um, on the radio shows, we try to do um, put as much as up as we can in the chat room. For those that call by phone, well, you're going to have to either get to get the replay, you know, or, or be real quick in uh, taking notes. So I want to thank you again for tuning in. That's all that we have for this show. Please stay connected so that when we plan the next preview show before Monday, you will be um, notified of when the next show is going to be so that you can tune in and listen to um, the next show. And the next show is going to actually be on using the power of your thoughts, getting yourself together by using the power of your thoughts. Remember, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The word of God talks to us about our minds. He says, keep our mind ready for action. It tells us to uh, cast out every uh, vain imagination that tries to come into your mind and exalt itself above the knowledge of God. It tells us to have the mind of Christ. It tells us to take um uh, uh, to keep that God will keep us in perfect peace if we if we keep our mind stayed on Him. So there's a way that we can meditate, and there's a way that we can think about God, and He'll keep our mind in perfect peace while we're waiting on the manifestation for Him to bring everything to pass that He promised that was going to happen for 2012. And so that's it's, it, so please stay connected so that we can get the date and the time. Uh, to you for the next preview call And again please register uh, For the calls For the radio shows and for the telecalls We're going to sit on by January the 8th You should be receiving information on the telecalls And how to register How to pay the $25 uh, registration fee um, How to register for the call So we will have that set up By this Sunday so you can go ahead and register In advance for um, The telecalls Thank you so much for tuning in on tonight. It has been a pleasure to speak with you um, and talk with you. If there's, before we go, if there's anybody by phone who actually um, has a comment, you can press the number one, and uh, we'll bring you on. If not, we're going to close out. And, again, please stay connected. Thank you so much in the uh, chat room saying a good show. I appreciate hearing appreciate um, uh, you saying that um, in the chat area. I really do appreciate it. So thank you so much for staying on this long. God bless you, everyone. Uh, Take care, and um, I'll let you know when the next show is this weekend. Thank you. God bless.